This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. As always, if you love the podcast, please make sure to share it with a friend, send it to your family, put it in the group chat, share it on your stories, rate it, review it, all those things. We are going to jump right into today's episode. And if you saw the title, then today we're talking about solo confidence and the confidence to try out new hobbies, especially in your 20s, late teens, in your 30s, and the confidence to be able to actually kind of pursue these new hobbies at an older age and pursue these hobbies on your own. So the first thing we're going to talk about is basically the confidence to do things alone and the confidence to be solo. And this could mean either being single and not being in a relationship, or this could mean just venturing out and doing certain activities on your own. And if you're someone who is similar to me and you're someone who kind of has social anxiety that we talked about in last week's episode, then this can be a very, very scary thing to step outside your comfort zone and actually go and do something by yourself and not have your security blanket, which can be in the shape of a friend or a family or your partner with you along the way. But I feel like it's really important to do some things and kind of get some tips and tricks to build this solo confidence because being able to do things on your own and being able to spend time with yourself is super important, not only for your own just personal development, but also to in turn just boost your overall confidence and your overall confidence and your overall view of yourself. So you're probably thinking, okay, that's awesome. I want to do things on my own, but how am I going to start? And how am I going to start taking that first step? And so I was thinking about this and I was kind of thinking, what would be almost the easiest way to start to do this? And I first started thinking about places that you might feel comfortable already, places that you might go with someone else and you already feel comfortable. It could be a specific workout studio. It could be a specific coffee shop. It could be a co-working space. It could be somewhere that you feel confident, somewhere that you know the routine, somewhere that you might know people that work there, and somewhere that you just overall feel good. So picture this place that you feel comfortable at and somewhere that you would typically go with a whole bunch of friends or with a friend or a family member or your partner. And you're going to make a plan to go there by yourself. So say it's a Pilates studio. You're going to book a class by yourself. You're going to 
go to the studio by yourself and take this workout class. And this is scary. It's scary to do, but I feel like it's the best way to start because you're going somewhere that you already know. You're going somewhere that you know the routine, you know the check-in process, you know what equipment's needed, you know the way that the class flows, you might know the people that work there, you might feel comfortable, you know where everything is. But it's going to also put you a little bit outside your comfort zone because you're going to do it solo. You're going to do it by yourself. Let's say you go to a coffee shop and you sit and you work at this coffee shop all the time with your friends. You are going to plan a day to take your computer, take a book, take whatever you need to take, and go and sit at this coffee shop by yourself. Again, it's somewhere that you feel comfortable. It's somewhere that you know exactly what Bev you're going to get. It's somewhere that you might know the employees. It's somewhere that you might have a favorite spot and somewhere that you love to sit and somewhere that makes you feel at home. But you're going to start to do it by yourself. And you can start by doing it once a week. And then we're going to slowly and gradually increase it. You're going to start to go maybe two times a week, three times a week. You can switch up the places that you go, but all places that you still feel comfortable and places that you are used to. So let's say Monday, you're going to go to Hot Pilates. Wednesday, you're going to go to the coffee shop. Friday, you're going to go sit at a park that you would normally go sit at with your friends. You're going to schedule all these things into your calendar. And as we know, when you make a promise to yourself, you need to keep it. Because like we said in many episodes before, but when you break those promises, you break your own trust. And how are you going to ever build or how are you ever going to grow if you don't trust your own self? How are you going to build this confidence and how are you going to build this independence if you don't trust the things that you are saying to yourself? So grab out your calendar, schedule these things in, make that promise to yourself and actually commit. It's always scary to take the first step, but hopefully by going somewhere that you already feel comfortable and somewhere that you already know the routine and you know kind of the way that things work will help you to feel a little bit less timid in taking that initial step. Okay, so let's say that you've been doing this for a few weeks. And I also want to say that it is way more important to take little baby steps and start to build those new habits than it is to just jump right into the deep end. And for a lot of people, doing things on your own is very anxiety-filling and it's very nerve-wracking. It's a very scary thing. And by jumping in to the deep end and just literally going and doing all these things by yourself initially, it can be very scarring and it can really just turn you off from ever wanting to do it again and ever wanting to be by yourself again and do these things alone and do these things solo. 
So instead, we're going to try and take these little baby steps and build these habits so that the confidence just starts growing and growing and growing and growing. And before you know it, you're an independent solo queen doing everything by yourself. Okay, so back to what I was saying. So we've been doing this for a few weeks. We've been going to the places that we know and love by ourselves. We've been slowly building that sense of independence and we've been slowly sitting with ourselves and understanding ourselves a little bit better. And now we feel like it might be time to branch out to places that we don't know. What you're going to do is you're going to determine where you want to go. For me personally, I always find that it's easiest to go to some sort of class if I'm going somewhere for the first time by myself. And the reason for this is that I feel like I don't actually have to necessarily think. When I walk in the door to, say, a new spin studio, I know that I'm going to go up to the counter. That's my first step. I have to check in. They basically tell me everything I need to do. They basically tell me where stuff is. They set up my bike for me. They get me a towel and I just have to go through the motions and I don't actually have to really contemplate a whole bunch of decisions and it's pretty organic and it's pretty seamless. I also find that with a workout class or just some sort of class in general, it holds me more accountable for the fact that they normally have a late cancellation fee. And so I'm not paying $25 to not go. So at that point, I have to force myself to get my ass there and to step outside my comfort zone. I want to go try a new Pilates studio in Toronto. And so I literally have it scheduled in my calendar so that I know Wednesday 4 p.m. I am going to this studio. It might be awkward the first time. It might be weird, but at least I'm going to know and feel good about myself for the fact that I'm even going. So once you decide on where you want to go, coffee shop, workout class, a new library, the mall, wherever you want to go, you are going to look at what are the peak times and what times are the most busy. I find it's a little bit more difficult to go somewhere for the very first time when it's so overwhelming and there's so many people and it's so busy and so chaotic and you can't relax and feel calm. So I would highly recommend that you find what the crazy hours are, what the peak times are, and you try to schedule this extravaganza at a less busy time. Not only will it make you just feel a little bit more comforted to show up to a workout class that's not as busy and so maybe you get to meet the instructor. Maybe you get to talk with the people at the front desk a little bit more. You can ask more questions if you need or you go to a coffee shop and you're able to find a table and find somewhere to sit. You're able to have a conversation with the barista if you want and just over overall feel a little bit more calm and not as hectic, but it's going to make you feel more in control of the situation. Just think 
when you go to say your favorite coffee shop and you've been there a million times, you're there with a friend and it's so crazy busy and you can't find a table. You don't know what coffee orders yours when they're calling them out. There's so many people. It's so crowded. You feel out of control. You feel like you have no control over the situation and I personally start to get anxious even if it's somewhere that I've been a million times. So you do not want that to be your first experience going somewhere new by yourself for the first time. You want to try and control all these variables that you can so that you have the most positive experience possible. However, with anything, and I've said this so many times, but with anything, practice makes perfect. And so you might go once and it might be a horrible experience and you never want to do it again. You need to dig down deep, 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 deep inside yourself and force yourself to go again. You need to think about your why. Why is it important for you to go and be able to do things solo? And this is something that I've thought about a lot and I've kind of thought, why is it important for me to basically have this time with myself? And one thing that I've realized is that a lot of people don't actually like to do things that I like to do. And a lot of the time people are busy and a lot of opportunities I've had I've missed out on because I didn't have someone to come with me. And so it's really important for me to do things that make me happy and to do things that I want to do. And sometimes that means having to go alone and having to venture off by myself in order to actually do them. A lot of the time, I feel like we aren't actually scared of going somewhere necessarily by ourselves, but we're more scared about just spending time with ourselves. And it's a very kind of scary thing to actually get to know yourself on a deeper level and to get to know what you're scared of, what you enjoy, how you're feeling, and just be so fucking in tune with yourself. And that can be very scary. A lot of the time, we don't want to actually get to know certain things. And so that's why people stay busy. That's why when you have emotions, people will continuously be busy and try and put their mind onto something else. Because we don't want to feel all these things inside of us. And by spending time with yourself, you get to know those a little bit more and you get to kind of look at your growth and see who you are as a person and see all these things about yourself that you might have never explored before. And that can be very scary. And that can be a reason why people don't want to do things by themselves. But I will tell you that once you become confident and once you become comfortable with spending time with yourself, you're never going to go back. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. At the end of the day, I've, I'm saying so many things I've already said before, but at the end of the day, you only have yourself. At the end of the day, you are your own best friend. You are the person that should know yourself the best. And you have to be so fucking confident and sure of yourself. And one of the best ways to do that is by doing things alone and going out places alone and spending that time alone. So if you feel like maybe the reason that you don't want to spend time alone and go venture off and do these things alone is because you don't want to be with yourself, then we need to sit down and we need to figure out why. You need to figure out what emotions you aren't able to let out, what emotions you're scared of confronting, what feelings you don't want to have to feel. And you need to start to work through that because it's very, very important that you are so confident and so comforted in your own being. Once you do that, I guarantee you, you're going to have an immense period of growth. I always say that by feeling my emotions and by working through my emotions, I am growing as a human being so much. I am literally becoming a whole new person and I am looking at things differently than I ever have. When I was younger, instead of being upset or sad, I would get angry and I would get mean because I didn't want to feel those emotions. And as I've gotten older and I've gone to therapy and I've 
become more in tune with myself and my own body and the way that I feel about certain things, I've realized that it's really, really important to feel those emotions. It's really important to feel those emotions, grieve it, accept it, and move on because it allows me to not feel a massive burden all the time. And why would you ever want to go through life feeling this weight on you? You want to feel liberated. You want to feel free. You want to feel refreshed. You want to know that when something comes at you, because life is going to come at you, things are going to come at you, that you're able to take it, work through it internally, and accept it and move on. And that's something that I've learned by spending more time with myself. I always tell everyone that during COVID, I had to sit with my emotions. I was by myself at home and I didn't have stuff to keep my mind busy. And I had to sit with myself and work through every single fucking trauma I had in my life. And if you were to look at me in 2019 and you were to look at me now, I am two very different people because I worked through those emotions because I basically was forced to. But you have the opportunity to do that. And that will make you feel so much better with yourself and in turn give you this confidence boost to be able to go out in public and spend time with yourself and do things solo. Okay, so a tip that I have for gaining the confidence to go out and do these things by yourself is to take a book or take your computer, something with you to do while you're out. So say you go to a coffee shop, then I would highly recommend taking a book. Instead of taking your computer or being on your phone and kind of communicating with other people, texting them, sending emails, any of that, take a book. Take a book, sit with yourself, grab a nice coffee, and enjoy the moment. Because I think one of the most important things is that you have to really be present in those moments to fully get all the benefits of it. And then you're going to notice that feeling, you're going to notice that shift, and it's going to make you crave spending time with yourself and doing things alone way more often. If you are extremely nervous about going somewhere or you are just really feeling uncomfortable going and doing these things solo, take your headphones. Take your headphones with you, put on a podcast, listen to music, and one, a podcast can make you feel a little bit less alone. You can listen to someone talking and you can just feel a little bit more comforted. Two, if you listen to music, you can romanticize the shit out of this situation. And that's something that I think is super helpful when you're trying to do things solo is romanticize the shit out of it. Think that you're in a movie and you are the main character and you are going and doing these things and you're building yourself and you're growing. Okay, let's just picture something real quick. Picture your highest self. Picture your best self. Picture the person that you want to become. Now, let's say that she really wants to go and work out. She really wants to go to a new workout class, go to a Pilates class, but none of her friends are able to go. Is she going to not go? Is she going to hold herself back? Is she going to change 
her behaviors and change her desires because of everyone else around her. No, no, she's not. She's going to pick herself up. She's going to grab her workout outfit. She's going to grab a water. She's going to walk out that door and go to this workout class that she wants to go to because she knows it's going to make her feel better. It's going to release her anxiety. It's going to help her in so many ways. And she's going to do it by herself. She's going to do it solo and she's going to do it with so much fucking confidence. Let's say you want to go to a coffee shop, you want to study and be the studious queen that you are. I always envision to myself and hype myself up by saying I am the mysterious girl in this coffee shop studying. I am romanticizing the shit out of the situation and I am in my own world. And as much as sometimes we like to think that we are the center of attention and the world revolves around us, a lot of the time, no one actually fucking cares what you're doing because everyone is in their own world. Everyone is doing their own thing. Think about a time that you've walked into a coffee shop with a friend and you saw someone sitting there by themselves studying. You probably didn't even give it a second thought. Think about a time that you went to a spin class and someone came in by themselves, did their workout and left. You probably did not even give them a glance. You didn't even think twice about it. Think about this every time that you go and do something by yourself. You're just the person on the other end now, but everyone is so in their own world. Everyone is so focused on them own, their own selves. Everyone has their own shit that they have to work on and figure out and focus on and do day to day that they don't really care if you're hanging out by yourself and doing these things by yourself. No one's looking at you, making fun of you. And I know it's easier said than actually believing. But trust me when I tell you that no one is giving it a second thought. And so just if you go in there with confidence, no one is going to even question what you're doing. My biggest tip when it comes to gaining this confidence to do things solo is start small. Like I said, start small. Start going somewhere that you're comfortable with. Start going somewhere that a lot of people go by themselves. So coffee shops, libraries, workout classes, all these places people typically go by themselves. And once you start to do those and you start to build a little bit more confidence in yourself, you start to get to know yourself a little bit better and you start to actually enjoy this time by yourself, you can start to do bigger things. You can start to go on trips by yourself. You can start to go to the movies by yourself or dinners or theme parks or just so many different places that typically you might get a little anxious doing them alone and doing them solo. But also know that by doing these things by yourself, it's so empowering. You get to spend this time with yourself without distractions, without anyone else. You get to really get to know who you are as a human being. And that can manifest into so many different aspects of your life. You can really get to know, for example, what you're looking for in a partner. You can really get to know what you're looking for in a career. You can really get to know what you're looking for in friends. And by doing these things by yourself and getting these realizations about yourself, 
you will start to be so much more confident in what it is that you want in life and what you don't. And you'll start to set those boundaries with people. You'll start to accept things. You'll start to not accept things. And you'll just watch as your life starts to manifest in a really powerful way because you're starting to act as the person that you want to be. And you're starting to really hold your ground when it comes to certain things and you're starting to actually act in the way that's best for you. If I didn't take the time to spend time with myself and get to know myself and do things alone, I wouldn't know what it is that I want in a partner and I wouldn't have stood up for things that I strongly believe in. And I honestly probably wouldn't have Dean because I wouldn't have been acting in a way that was in accordance with who he is as a human being. And we would have just never meshed together because I wouldn't know exactly what it is that I'm trying to find in my future husband and in my future life partner. I had to sit with myself and look at all my previous relationships and be like, why didn't these work out? What was I tolerating that I should no longer tolerate? What are what are characteristics that I'm looking for in someone? And because I knew all these things, the perfect person entered my life because I was acting in a way that was in accordance with everything that he embodies. So yes, it's very scary to do things by yourself. And yes, it's hard to gain that confidence to do these things. But just think about all the benefits that will start to come by doing these things solo and by getting to know yourself and by getting to do things that you actually want to do and you don't rely on anyone else. And it's so fucking empowering and freeing. And I really hope that all of us can just be way more confident with ourselves and our abilities and our passions and hobbies and be able to just push forward and do these things solo. With that said, I got the question asking how to gain confidence when it comes to wanting to start new hobbies, especially being in our 20s or our 30s or a little bit later in life and trying to enter a new phase of hobbies. And I thought to myself, when was the last time that I did something that didn't have an end goal in mind? When was the last time I did something that I wasn't working towards something? And with school, I obviously have an end goal. With Helfrich Collective, I obviously have goals. With the podcast, I obviously have goals. But when was the last time I did something just for the fun of it? And when was the last time I did something to just feel enjoyment and just feel excitement? So I thought to myself, do I not want to pursue a new hobby because I'm scared of doing it alone? And yeah, it's scary. But the real question is, am I going to hold myself back? One of the things that I really want to get into, one of the new hobbies is pottery. I think pottery seems so fun. And the issue is that Dean is working a normal nine to five. So a lot of the times that we're able to go together on the weekends and we've been traveling a lot. So we just haven't had a weekend that's worked. And I thought to myself, well, am I going to go alone? Like, I really want to go and do this, but 
I'm scared to go and do it by myself. I don't know what it is. I don't, I've never done it. It's a new thing. And I had to remind myself, am I going to be the reason that I don't pursue something? Am I going to be the one to hold myself back from doing something that honestly might just bring me enjoyment and relieve some of my anxiety and just be a new fun hobby for me to pursue? And that's a really shitty feeling to want to do something and feel like you can't because you're holding yourself back or because you're timid or scared or anxious. And I just want to also share that I go through this too. So even though I'm preaching that we should be doing all these things alone, I'm scared to go and start a new hobby by myself. But also at the same time, I'm thinking about who I want to be and who she is going to embody. And I want to go and learn how to do pottery. I want to go and I want to try this. And so I'm going to book a class by myself and I'm going to say my affirmations before I go. I already go work out by myself. I already do things on my own and I'm going to force myself to go and have this experience and I'm going to continuously try and keep going back and book it so it's part of my routine and part of my schedule so that I get more comfortable as I go. The more I go, the more comfortable I'm going to get and it's going to just become one of my norms. But I'm going to still be able to pursue a hobby and pursue something that I honestly think is going to give me a lot of joy and excitement and it's going to be a new learning process for me. Starting a new hobby can be a little scary, especially if it's something that might be I don't want to say lame, but something that might not be something that people in their 20s or 30s might typically start to take up at that time. So for example, say you wanted to learn how to skate. That's not something that you typically learn later in life. It's something you learn when you're younger. So you can feel a little embarrassed or a little overwhelmed. But again, if this is something that you want to do, no one else no one else's opinion matters. No one else's thoughts matter. But are you going to be the person to hold yourself back? And that's a really shitty feeling to feel like you are the reason that you can't do something. And you should never feel like you're not able to pursue something and that you don't have the ability to do it. So what you're going to do is we're going to think of a hobby that we want to pursue reading more, maybe coloring books, maybe pottery, skating, swimming, some sort of hobby that's going to have no end goal in sight, have no criteria that we're going to be judged on. It's literally just going to be something to bring us joy. And as we get older, I feel like it's so important for us to take up hobbies because a lot of the stuff that we do is for a certain reason. And like I said, there hasn't been a time that I can think of that I've done something just for the fun of it, just to have a good time and enjoy it. And this is something that is so important for us to incorporate in our day-to-day. One of my biggest tips for starting a new hobby is to join a class or join a league. And the reason for these are that they're going to hold you accountable and they're going to become a part of your routine and they're going to become something that you get more comfortable with. They also will help because it's not 
something that you have to think of on your own. It's something that's going to be guided. And also, if you join a class or a league, you can get to know the people in that class. You can get to know the people in the league. And it can also help build your social confidence, which is another thing that we're working on. Sometimes you're going to have to try a whole bunch of different new hobbies and some of them are going to stick. Some of them aren't. Everyone's so different. So someone might hate pottery but love pole dancing and someone might hate pole dancing but love swimming. And sometimes it's just a lot of trial and error to find something that just makes you happy. Just think about the last time you did something, an activity to just make yourself happy. And that's what a hobby is. And it's so refreshing and so fun. And you don't want to not go because you're scared of doing things by yourself. And so we're going to start small, build up these habits, build up these confidence tactics to be able to start these hobbies and do things to just make our overall well-being just so much better. I want you to write out your wins. I want you to write out things that you do throughout the day that you consider wins and things that you've done that you feel accomplished about because I want you to take those lists and reflect back on them whenever you're scared to do something solo to remind yourself of how capable you are and how much you accomplished and how many wins you have and use those lists to help you build confidence about your abilities so that you're able to go out in public and you're able to go out to these new places. You're able to do all these things independently and solo and feel so good about yourself and about what you're able to accomplish. The benefit of having a hobby is that it can help you discover more about yourself and quote-unquote find yourself, but it also doesn't have to be something that you have to go out in public and do. It can be something that you just take time to be by yourself with yourself and do at home, like painting, drawing, anything like that. It's also important to realize that you are able to change your mind. I feel like a lot of the time when we start a hobby or some sort of activity that's kind of outside of our normal day-to-day, we feel like we have to stick with it because that's kind of what we're conditioned to do is that you start something, you need to follow through and you need to finish it. But the benefit of having some sort of outlet and hobby and something to just kind of get your mind off of everything else and to just like be with yourself is that you can change it depending on what you want in that moment. And you can also change it based on what you're what you're passionate about and what you like and what you're kind of growing into. This summer, I've talked about us wanting to become the most confident versions of ourselves, And a lot of that stems from the ability to really discover who it is that you are and really discover what is of value to you and what really is important to you. And the way to do that is by hanging out with yourself and getting to know yourself. It's almost like meeting a new friend and you have to spend time with them one-on-one to actually get to know who they are as a human being. It's the same exact type of thing. And finding a new hobby, starting a new hobby is a great way to do that. Stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit, going to new places, trying to do things by yourself is a great way to really figure out who who you are. 
When you find yourself feeling very anxious and very nervous about doing things solo, remind yourself that you don't want to be the reason that you're not pursuing an opportunity or you're not having a certain experience. You don't want to be the one to hold yourself back. And if you want to go do something and no one else is available at that time, you want to build these small habits so that at some point in your life, you're able to still go and able to still do it on your own because you want to. So like I said, start small, work your way up because life has so many opportunities. Life has so many experiences, so much to do, so much to discover, so much to learn. And if we relied on other people to help push us to those extremes, we would never grow. We would never become the person that we want to become. And so you have to rely on yourself in a lot of those moments to help you get out of your own head and to help you go and do things by yourself and go and learn new things by yourself. This summer is all about our confidence. This summer is all about finding ourselves, becoming the best versions of ourselves, and just being happy and being joyful and doing things for fun and doing things without a certain goal in mind or without some sort of academic validation or social validation associated with it. And I hope that this episode kind of lit a fire under your ass to realize the potential that you have and to realize just how much you can accomplish doing things solo and how important it is to actually get to know yourself. But that is today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to send me a DM and let me know what other topics you want to hear in this Confident Girl Summer series. Let me know if there's any specific guests you want on the podcast. Let me know your thoughts on this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you in the next one. Bye! Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.